Welcome back, podcast listeners. Today's episode is going to be short and sharp, and it's going to be the art of letting go. Hi, I'm Hannah Rose, and welcome to my podcast, Discovering Deep Soul. I'm so happy that we have found one another. This space has been created to inspire, motivate, and challenge the way you think. I really believe that the greatness that you seek already exists within you. When we know who we are and where we want to go, we do better. So together, through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you discover your deep soul. Hello, it's me, and I uh, I believe I am running on the two-week release date of podcasts. Um, I really want you to know that podcasts for me, uh, is it's very intuitive, and sometimes each week I don't have something to share, and I always want what I share on the podcast to have some sort of relevance and some sort of, um, I don't know, I guess, feeling behind it rather than just bringing out a podcast for the sake of bringing out a podcast. So here I am two weeks later, um, but I'm feeling more like myself again. Um, And it's been a long four months for me where, um, yeah, I kind of lost myself a little bit. And you could probably hear that in the tone, tone and theme of my previous podcast. However, I do feel more like me. Just to give you a little bit of um, life updates before I get into the episode, yesterday we went and saw yet again another specialist for Morgan, um, an ophthalmologist, um, which I have learnt to be basically a fancy um, eye doctor who diagnoses um, vision disease and also performs operations and vice versa, blah, blah, blah. So the short story is, is that we have no more answers. Um, however, uh, what we've come to learn is that what we believe and what we've now had two doctors say is that Morgan, way back in December, has uh, probably had a mini stroke um, and that his brain is slowly slowly repairing and his symptoms are getting better um they're they're not gone um but the doctor yesterday said this is absolutely uh, migraine related um and if it was anything else um you would have xyz symptoms um one of the one of the things that we have been questioning is something called visual snow which is Basically, visual disturbance dots in your entire eye. Morgan doesn't have that. Um, he has it along the line of his vision, um, but only at nighttime now and just having some hard time focusing um, on headlights when um, at night. So all of that light sensitivity is very hand-in-hand hand with migraine. What we've also learnt is that the brain is the most incredible thing, the way that it heals, the way that it, you know, has something bad happen and um, it finds a way around it and continues to work and continues to function. And I just think that that is just incredible because in life we have, we have, uh, things that happen to us that are horrible. Um, We have trauma, we, you know, have unexpected things occur and how we adapt and change and respond uh, that is always in our own hands. And I just think about 
the way that this doctor described it to Morgan was he said, you know, your brain is like a net. And when this migraine attack has happened, now Morgan had several migraine attacks, not just one, um, that it created a bit of a hole in the net. And perhaps that hole, um, you know, was right near his vision center, who knows. But what it's meant is that, you know, the brain's electricity and um, pathways have had to go around the hole and still continue to function. And so it is about finding a way, you know, and getting through it. And that is precisely what Morgan's brain was doing. But it's also a good motto for life, um, wherever you are, wherever you are in your life, where, you know, if you are, ch- if you are faced with challenging times and you don't know how to get through this, I want you to hear my words very loud and clear. There is always a way. Allow your body and allow your mind to just be still. Remove time, remove all expectations, and just see what happens. There is absolutely no pressure for you to get through whatever you're getting through on a timeline. And there is no expectations for you to do it perfectly. And that really leads into what we're going to share today or what I'm going to share today on this podcast. I'm going to be highlighting timelines and I'm going to also be highlighting expectations and how those two things, okay, can either work for us to achieve amazing things or can work against us and keep us in a land of self-doubt, self-defeating thoughts and basically just an overall stuckness. So here we go. How have I come to realizing that time and expectations have been like a double-edged sword for me? I remember last year as we were in COVID, um, some of you will know that I've got my 90-day game board. What I have learned through that board is this. I can track that board like a boss for six months out of the year, but I always have six months where I don't. And what I mean by I don't, there's just not as much on the board or I'm not motivated. And that really got me intrigued because I would go through ebbs and flows. I would be three months smashing it, three months not, three months smashing it, three months not. And um, whoever said that you needed an entire year to do something? One of the coolest things I found out as being a teacher was that a great teacher can teach the year's worth of content to a child in six months and a, and a teacher who's very poor and not so great um, generally needs a year and a half. And I just thought, wow, our ability to learn and our ability to turn up isn't dependent on a time frame. It never is. It's not dependent on an expectation. It is with the flow of life. And that is what I've come to learn is that when we sometimes put timelines on ourselves to complete something and we don't, what ends up coming with that is disappointment. We feel disappointed. We feel like a failure. We continue that self-defeating narrative that we have about us. I'm shit. I can't do this. Everybody else around me is achieving. I'm not. It's really destructive. But one of the things that came up to me recently and... um just a sideline uh, story is um, I am doing a wellness course as an add-on to my life coaching course that I completed. And, um, you know, I've had a bit of resistance towards learning. I'm kind of just over it, to be honest. Um, but I have turned up to this course and I, uh, the 
the main lady, the coach, um, she, I did a demo with her and um, we were talking about habits and I really want to do a podcast on habits because I freaking love it. But anyway, um, and she said, you know, what's a habit that you would, you would like to either introduce or change? Um, and I said, I want to read more. Now, some of you might think, Hannah, don't you always read? Well, no, um, I don't. And there had come a point in my life where I just, well, my last four months, um, I just kind of gave up everything. I, you know, I gave up my healthy eating, my exercise, my me time, my whatever, because my default pattern has always been to look after others. Your needs don't matter. Look after others. Um, and I'm seeing how that plays out in my life and actually how that it's self-destructive and also continues that narrative of, you know, not being worthy enough of my own love um, and not being worthy of love full stop. But when we were doing this coaching call, we were talking about uh, reading and, you know, she could absolutely hear my love for reading, my love for learning, um, the fact that being a teacher, um, you know, I always feel the desire to want to share and share what I've learned and use it to inspire and influence. And it's generally coming from a place of um, of service and uh, not from a place of being a know-it-all. Um, but as we were doing this call, um, we, I, I, we had a question come up and it was like, you know, what what is the resistance towards introducing this back into your life? So we were going through the wheel of change. Again, I'll save that for another podcast because it's really interesting. And I was really in the contemplation phase of the wheel, which was, hey, I want to read. I know it benefits me but I'm feeling just like it gets to the end of the day and I don't do it. Is this because I haven't implemented it as a habit or is this just for something else? Is there a block? What we discovered is that there was a block and the block was was that I had put this big expectation on myself that when I read, I would become distracted because I'd read something. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's great content. Oh my gosh, I could use that for an Instagram post. Oh my gosh, that is a great podcast. Oh my gosh. And I would I would lose my focus of just the love of reading. And it had turned into this, I must read in order to share. And if I don't share, then I have nothing to build for my business and blah, blah, blah. So this expectation that I subconsciously had put over my life had, I guess, stopped me from doing the thing that I love, which is reading, um, because I had this underlying expectation and um, it wasn't serving me. And it was like a light bulb went off and I thought, how many hidden expectations do we have of ourselves that we don't yet know about? And I was just like, wow, I reckon there's so many. (laughs) But have a look at it this way. Think about the things that you love. What do you love to do? Everyone will have at least three things that they love to do. And if you don't, then I really encourage you to spend some time finding anything. What you love brings a smile to your face. It gives you energy. Um, It it propels you to want to share and... um, share this experience with others or even share it in a journal or something like that. But when you when you know what you like, right, once you have that list, I want you to then equally go and do another list and go, where is the resistance in my life? Where are the things that, 
you know, I might want to change, but I'm not. Why am I keep making excuses in this particular area? Your health journey um, or your health could be a prime example of that. You you might really like the idea of having a healthy life and, and what it benefits it brings you, but there's just resistance of not wanting to get out of bed, not wanting to exercise, still putting crap food into your mouth and so forth. So there's a resistance behind that. There is something that is blocking you and stopping you from creating that habit in your life. And that's what you want to be able to unpack. Now, as you would have heard in my story, um, what helped me unpack that was a coach. Um, And I cannot sing coaches praises high enough is that you might be super intuitive and super aware and have all these things. But when you're coached, my God, the things that flow out of you that you didn't yet consciously know is exceptional. Um, and so, yes, I'm a coach and yes, I'm plugging my own profession, but I really do see so much value in being able to find what's underneath. Once you know what your expectations are of yourself that you didn't know that you had, then you're able to respond differently you know, um, and for example, once I discovered that with this reading, I now pick up a book and my mind is saying, I'm reading for pleasure. I'm not, there's no expectation for me to share what I've just read. And I kind of set that intention before I start reading and, and I've, and I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading every day and loving it. Right. So timeframes is another thing that comes up, which keeps us in, it can be the double-edged sword. It can propel us into massive action or it can absolutely not. But even with Morgan's health journey, in my mind, I had thought, okay, right, um, he can't possibly be unwell for this amount of time. You know, we can't possibly have this amount of bad luck. We can't, you know, or this will all get better by my birthday or whatever. Um, subconsciously, I was putting time frames on his healing. We can't do that. Healing... There are no timeframes. There is no 10-step process as much as I wish that there was and I could share. I remember my own counselling journey, going in for my first session, sat down and she said, Hannah, there are no 10 steps of getting over what you've got to get over. This will just continue to come up in your life and you will unravel things as the time feels right, but there is no 10-step process. There is no time expectation to have your shit figured out by this date it doesn't work like that so if you remove time expectations and you just flow into it and you just learn that healing is is your birthright and what I mean by that is that you are going to heal you are going to be whole you are going to get on the other side if you hold that in the palm of your hand and in the forefront of your mind and you believe that with your whole heart, time doesn't exist. Stop putting the time expectation on your own healing or, you know, the goals that you have if you're finding that they're stressing you out. So like I said, double-edged sword, timeframes can kick you up the ass and get you to do work. Just like when I did my 90-day game board, the first three months of this year, I've not done it. I'm kickstarting and I'm kicking goals right now for my next three months. So I guess the thing is, is that um, sometimes we need a bit of both and goals and times work really well together. But other times, if you feel like you're not getting anywhere fast, perhaps, perhaps the time 
the time frames that you've put on have caused an expectation and that expectation is causing the resistance. So remove that. All right, I had a conversation with my sister as I was shopping yesterday, uh, doing the food shopping, which can I just say I loathe. I actually went to the physical store and did it, which feels like I was there for 10 hours. But anyway, um, and we were chatting about her interior design course and even just where she was at. And um, she started to have self-doubt and started to think that she couldn't do it. And why am I jumping professions and blah, blah, blah. And I said to her, I said, listen, you know how much self-doubt I've had around my own business. You know exactly where I'm at. And I said, and what I had realized was I took all the fun out of the business, put all these expectations on myself, put all these ridiculous timeframes. And what I mean by that is when I wanted to launch Hannah Rose, I wanted to launch Hannah Rose in January, January 21st. Some of you will know because you heard me say it on... um, Instagram stories and it came to the 21st and I uh, and I didn't and I didn't due to the fact that Morgan was so unwell and really I felt like a loser I felt like a massive loser because I did not and then I thought okay right I will you know do it by this date and as as things unfolded for me it didn't matter the date that I put on it I wasn't ready and it didn't feel right and my life was upheaved and I've learned through doing this wellness course that um, that stress plays a huge part in your life um, and the momentum that you have. And one of uh, number five stressor that um, that people have, and this was based off studies, was number five was your partner being sick and how much stress that causes in your life. And I think I really minimized the impact of his health and what it had on me. And so I was holding so much stress and stress is, uh, yeah, a really horrible thing. Um, And it plays havoc on your mind and your progress and what you think of you. You really just go into survival mode. And now that I kind of have connected all that together, I I realized I don't need those expectations. I'm going to go with uh, my intuition and go with the flow and go when it feels right. And uh, it's feeling right. It's feeling, I'm feeling ready. Um, But I was saying that to my sister as well. I just said, you've got to remove your expectations of when this is going to get done and just get into it and enjoy it and be grateful that you're able to be creative and you are unlocking skills that you hadn't yet developed in yourself. Um, But expectations and timeframes can can really, really, really stop you from making progress. so just tune into yourself, tune in and see where you sit in that in that way. Um, if you're feeling like you've got resistance and no momentum, the chances are is that you have expectations underneath that you've put on yourself that you don't even know, that you're not even aware. Spend some time journaling, spend some time talking to a coach, reach out to me, whatever, whatever it is. Just know that in hard times, you have the the response that you want to give and if you want to get out you will get out and if you don't want to you won't it's as simple as that Um, but please know that you're not going to be stuck forever and please know that what you want is just one small decision away so I've kept it to 20 minutes I'm pretty impressed um but yeah I hope that's sort of resonated with you somewhat um it definitely 
set off a whole bunch of light bulb moments for me, um, just realising those impacts of timeframes and expectations and that healing takes time um, and we should never, 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 never put a time frame around our own healing and we should never put a time frame um, around just, you know, when we're going to have happiness or when we're going to have this. Just stop and just be in the day, be in the moment, open your eyes, open your senses Look for the blue sky, look up, look towards the sun, not maybe directly, but just know that there's beauty all around you. And when we truly turn up with a, a, a heart full of gratitude, our time frames and expectations kind of melt away. So just if you're stuck, find the gratitude in your day, find the things that light you up and just choose to focus more on that than on the actual problem or time frame or expectation that you have of yourself. Okay, until next time, love you loads.